Hi, this is Larry Wilson, and this is How to Talk to Humans. This is the podcast that shows you how to improve your communication skills. Are you looking to get a better job? Are you looking to find a relationship? Are you trying to do things in your life that have frustrated you and eluded you so far? I can show you so easily how to change that. Now, I can only do it with humans. If you're looking to deal with vampires or zombies, extraterrestrials, this is not the show for you. But if you're really looking to improve your communication skills, I can show you what I've learned from 40 years in show business working with the biggest celebrities and superstars in the world, and their secrets are unbelievable. What I'm going to be teaching you during the course of this podcast every week are tools that you can use to communicate toward success. Hi, I'm Larry Wilson. Thanks again for joining me on this unusual podcast adventure in communication. I obviously have a bias. I think the more advanced your communication skills are, the happier you'll be in life, the more job opportunities you'll have, the more relationships with people who fall in love with you you'll have, the more opportunities to generate income and uh, live a life that's everything you've wanted it to be. Those things are possible, but I think you need to have exceptional communication skills to achieve them. I personally feel like 20 or 30 years ago, some of the things I teach in Wilson Method were more common. People did them, I I don't know if they learned them in the home or in school or where, but I think with the advent of some technology, uh, those skills have fallen by the wayside. And I know that nothing I teach is complicated. Nothing is hard to do. They all work. You can do them. And they're easy. So that seems to me like a really uh, spate of good news (laughs) rather than people who are always trying to present technological things and talk about them in ways and with terms I don't understand at all. I can't be the only one who's faced with this. In fact, I'll tell you, a number of people have reached out to me uh, for Wilson Method training who have their sights on becoming podcasters. Uh, Some of them, there's an interesting overlap. There's some who are very interested in becoming voiceover artists. And that may mean uh, providing voices for animation or advertisements, or announcements, uh, or even just, I guess, what are sometimes called news readers. But there's a great overlap between those people and people who would like to become podcasters, because I guess, as a podcaster, you're a broadcaster, and you're it's a more homemade sort of thing. You don't have uh, the restrictions of having a uh, network who's telling you what to say and when to say it, and 
you're free to pick the topics you'd like to talk about. In fact, uh, one of the people who was training with me, who I just think is uh, fantastic, his name is Joni, and uh, I never can guess how people's ages are anymore. Um, she's over 21. Um, she's probably over 31. I can't really tell. But she's a lovely woman with a tremendous energy and really, I think, became interested in this during the pandemic lockdown. And uh, so we we're working on her podcasting skills and she also had a real interest in voiceover. And it was extraordinary working with her because I discovered she could do all these voices that I don't think she knew she could do. And we talked about what an older person's voice would sound like, uh, you know, someone in their 80s or 90s. It was incredible, the characterization she came up with. And I said, and in, conversely, if you want to sound like you're uh, a preteen, your voice would sort of sound like she nailed all these. It's incredible. And we worked on this quite a bit. And then I found out, I didn't know this about her, but she is a yoga instructor. And the more she worked at the Wilson Method stuff we are practicing, she said, oh, yeah, you know, in yoga, we say the body does well what the body does often. And I'd never heard this before. I thought, oh, it's a fantastic aphorism. Of course, of course, it makes perfect sense. And all it means, of course, is that you need to practice these things. And by way of illustrating this, although I'm sure you understand my meaning clearly, it popped into my head. I remember a woman many years ago who was a friend of a friend of mine, and she had a funny personality, a sort of an all-or-nothing personality. And uh, she would not have understood what you mean by the body does well, what the body does often. I remember she wound up in the emergency room in like early June because a bathing suit season was coming and she decided she wanted to have a six pack, you know? And so she, instead of regularly exercising and regularly doing abdominal exercises to develop muscles on, she decided she was going to do all of it in one day. And to me, this is incredible for so many reasons. When I've exercised, my body makes it very clear to me, saying, eh, that's about enough. I can do so much, and then it says, nope, you're not doing anymore. You can try. You can really push yourself, and I guess that's important if you're trying to build muscle because that's what develops those muscles. But beyond a little bit more, I can't really do anything. But this girl was able to do so many sit-ups that she did something to her abdominals. I don't remember what it officially was, but she wound up in the hospital and had 
torn something or sprained something or something because her idea was, no, no, when you're ready for this, you just do a million sit-ups and you'll be fine. Well, of course, the lesson that we learn is this is not the case. That even if you do just a little bit of what I promote in Wilson Method, whether it has to do with eye contact, with facial affect, it has to do with your writing. If you simply look at your writing in emails, in texts, in hard copy, in, God forbid, old school handwritten hard copy, if you look at these things and eliminate the words that are extraneous, you'll be surprised. Take a look at your emails. They're all saved there. You can go back and review them. Look at emails you've sent. Now, don't get yourself wound up because it's already history. They've already been sent. This is just an experiment. But look at the words that you've used that don't in any way add to your communication. Uh, I'll tell you a phrase I see all the time that I don't understand. But frequently people say, in my opinion, well, why do you need that in your email? Someone said, can you tell me, did you like the red dress better than the blue dress? And you write back, well, in my opinion, the red dress seemed to be, well, of course it's your opinion. They asked you for your opinion and you're responding to them. So you don't need to say, in my opinion, in the same way that you don't need to say the word well. If you go back and look at your emails, I'm willing to wager that you'll find emails where you started with the word well, comma. I know why people do this in speaking. They frequently are trying to buy time to think. Uh, Senator, what do you think about this new stopgap bill? Well, in my opinion, I, you know, this, these are just time fillers. These are, I need to think what's going to buy me votes or lose me votes. If I could just come off as an empty vessel so that everyone would just imagine whatever they like the best, that's what I am. Uh, you know, uh, I've said this before. I'm sure I'm going to get in trouble for this. But if somebody's really interested in succeeding in politics, the one thing I would recommend for them, Wilson Method. Because someone who can come out and speak clearly, who's not trying to cloud the issue with complicated long words or phrases, someone who isn't uh, determined to make long run-on sentences, someone who has ideas that they want to present in a clear, straightforward manner, that person, I think, will sweep the polls. Now, maybe that's uh, naive of me. <laughs> maybe... The professional people involved in politics think, no, Larry, you need the right kind of necktie 
And they might be right. I don't know. I don't profess to be an expert in politics, but I do know I frequently will watch them just because it's interesting to me to see the communication errors they make. And that example of using extraneous words, that's such a simple exercise to do. Like my friend Joni said, the body does well what the body does often. Now, in this case, we're really talking about your mind, not your body. But it's certainly the same principle. If you practice this every day, if you simply look at you're about to write something and say, do I need all those words? Hmm, I'm not sure. Then it becomes a habit, a really helpful, easy, conscious, continuous habit. And anyone can do it if you use... Now, I should, I'm interrupting myself because I should point out, I've made this point again when I've talked about the three D's in Wilson Method. The first D is determine, to determine your goal. The second D is to define the means of transmission. And this is very important because there isn't a single communication technique that fits all situations. I was talking before about email. Well, it's a very specific kind of communication. But texting, very different. Very different. And you use different tools. The third D, of course, is deploy the tools that you've learned in Wilson Method. But talking about defining what the means is, if you're handwriting a note, very different than speaking to someone on the phone or, for that matter, on a Zoom conference. If you're face-to-face with someone, you can employ eye contact in a very different way than you can over a um, Microsoft Teams meeting. So all of these things require different skills. But I'm only thinking of Joni and her yoga training, that the more you do one little thing every day, the better your skills become. And of course, I realize that it's not as uh, exciting or dramatic because it's not like in the movies, uh, you know, where Keanu Reeves gets that head implant and suddenly sits up and says, I know Kung Fu. I mean, that's dramatic and exciting, except it doesn't really work like that in real life. In real life, mastery comes through constant repetitive practice. And I know to some people that sounds boring. To me, I think it's great news because it means anyone can do it. This has been Larry Wilson. I want to thank you for spending this time with me and I hope you found this information useful. If you're looking for more, you can find it at thewilsonmethod.com there's a ton of stuff there in fact 
if you want, you can even speak to me because I'm human. Send me an email at info at wilsonmethod.com because I read every single one. I hope that you'll join us next week in this continuing journey. And you'll be with me for the next episode of How to Talk to Humans.